5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. We're back uh, on a Monday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Thanks for being with us uh, in uh, what is becoming uh, a noteworthy day on a lot of uh, levels. And uh, a day full of uh, fun and excitement, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Ben Byron producing uh, today's show. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. What's happening? Return Just of the a pack. hair more in my ear, Ben. Just a hair more in my ear. There we more. go. You should be uh-huh. good. That's all right. Yeah, it's a little better. Uh, so my bid to get Twitter came up short. Don't know if you heard about this. Uh, it was tough competition, steep competition. Yeah, I just, just was edged out. At least you're not one of those guys that's like, I want to go to, what was the other all Twitter alternative? Rumble or something like that. I'm going to Rumble. No, Rumble is the video one. I, I don't even know what the Twitter one was. Well, here's what's funny about the whole thing, and I, I don't want to get all political off the the jump here, but now that I'm seeing some of the people who say they're going to leave Twitter, I might uh, use Twitter a little more. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah, Twitter was already like kind of a mess anyway but because I mean, of these people. These, right, and a lot of these people who maybe are more of a left-leaning political persuasion, let's say are all claiming they're going to leave. I don't think they can. Doesn't matter what your politics are. If you are as eat up with Twitter as some of these people are, you ain't going nowhere. Well, some people drug. need it to, for their work, or it's a way to market yourself, uh, depending on what you're doing. I mean, Twitter's yeah, I kind mean, of been, become really important to some people. It's a news aggregator for the station and, and news breaker for the station and I kind of use it as a promotional and aggregation tool, more so a promotion than anything. Uh, but, um, whew, God, there's just a bit. I mean, it's still a toxic wasteland, and uh, maybe will not be now that it's going to go private. We'll see. I, I did uh, see something. I don't know how qualified this person is to be speaking on this, but they're talking about that they might charge for Twitter. They start doing that, I can tell you where I will be. Not on it. Not at all. Not even close. All right. Uh, Twitter.com is where Brandon Suggs went to just a little bit ago. And what did he confirm, Ben Byram? Some breaking news. Uh, he has found a home. He has found a place to transfer. He is going to UCF. Trader. What the heck? So, Brandon Suggs. Uh, is transferring to UCF. I'm I'm a little I'm a little surprised. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. But I saw some of the schools that were uh, kind of courting him and looking at him or giving him offers, and uh, UCF seemed like the best of the rest to me personally. Who was who, who I've not seen that yet. So who was? Do you know who that is off the top of your head? Because I've not seen that. Uh, off the top of my head, the ones I remember were like JMU and USF, and the rest were like schools smaller than that. So. It was nothing like mind-blowing or unbelievable. No right. ACC schools or even 
uh, well, great schools out of the American or anything like that. I, I did think that something likened to the American, or dare I say lower, would have been where he would have landed and, and could be and could have been a productive player and will be a productive player. I have the list here if okay. you're curious. Radford, uh, UMKC, mm. Siena, mm. UNC yeah. Asheville, and James Madison in South Florida. So those are places uh, that he probably could have gone to and all of them and, and maybe been one of the better players. Been the, the guy roster. pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think from a body standpoint and an ability to do things differently, uh, do, excuse me, do a lot of different things, I think he's a, he's a nice fit. He's not going to be the scorer that Darren Green Jr. who or shooter that Darren Green Jr. who transferred to uh, – Florida State a week ago, I, I don't think he's going to be that guy uh, as far as points and shooting the basketball. Could be wrong, but that's just that's not the game that he's displayed in Greenville. I think he can do more things. I think defensively he fits exactly what they want to do as a long wing. He can rebound. So, I mean, I, I think he can do a lot of things to help this UCF team that's gotten some pretty good recruits in their – coming in this year uh, can really help them be mighty competitive. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting reaction. What is it, 13 or 14 in a row that UCF has won against East Carolina? Will Brandon Suggs help uh, continue that on? We shall see. The bigger uh, basketball transfer story today, and we'll get to some of the stuff from the weekend in a little bit, but the bigger story today uh, is Kendrick Davis has found a home. And it's another in the conference kind of transfer situation. But Kendrick Davis, who, who was kind of viewed, Ben, what, what the top recruit? Probably and, in the portal right now. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he was, the guy, he, I would think. He was considered the top recruit in the portal. Uh, he's going to Memphis. I think that's a, a bigger deal of betrayal there. I mean, well, SMU was a team that thought they uh, they can kind of build upon Kendrick Davis and what they did this past year and previous years and kind of maybe start to be a powerhouse in the conference. And I'm not saying that's out the window now. They have they still have a solid solid depth and a great team, but I guess with the coach leaving, that really kind of threw a wrench well, at things. I, I, yeah, I think that's got as much to do with it as anything. I mean, they were right there this past year with Memphis as far as getting into the NCAA tournament. Yep. Uh, and Kendrick Davis heard from 30 different schools. Tigers were on the final list that included Texas, Kansas. Some Texas big schools. Tech, Gonzaga, Houston, and TCU. Gonzaga. Wow. Yeah. Houston, so, too. Houston's a known. AAC Conference Player of the Year. 19 points, four rebounds, four assists, 37% from two. Started his career at TCU. Would have been interesting had he gone back there. I mean, he could score. He's productive wherever he's been. He's uh, shut him be down, anxious. though. Yeah, uh, going to be interested to see how he how he does at Memphis and what winds up there because uh, Landers Nolly is basically on a tour uh, to schools right now. Well, yeah, when you think of Memphis, and uh, they've been hit bad by the transfer portal. I mean, Imani Bates now in the portal and uh, Jalen Duran to the draft and a few other guys hit the portal. I mean – they're they're struggling right now. They need some guys, and I think Kendrick Davis is in prime position to make things happen there and be the guy. 
Nolly, by the way, what is it on emoji or on uh, social media, the the pin emoji that means where you are right now? Or Yeah, it's your location. Location, yeah. Thank you, Ben. There you go. Uh, Nolly uh, pinned that he was in Cincinnati the other last night, in fact, yesterday. After pinning, he was in Raleigh uh, a week or so ago. I remember reading so, an article um, from Dick Vitale a couple of years ago where he was very high on him coming from Virginia Tech to Memphis. So, I mean, no, a lot he's of a people, guy that gets yeah, national acclaim and gets yeah, a lot of love. A lot. He, is a, he is a skilled guy. Uh, and I don't think played against – I don't think he played against the Pirates, did he? He was hurt that game, if I'm... Yeah, he didn't, here in yeah. I don't know if it was COVID or he was hurt or what the deal was, but he didn't play against us. Hang on, Ben. I'll tell you here in a second. So a lot of guys were out. A lot of guys were out that day. Uh, yeah, he was just out. I don't have what he was out for that day. I, I don't remember. I think we were out Lomax that game, DeAndre Williams. Might not get... Toss from that game. They had Duran, they had uh, Bates, and I think they might have had Timberlake, and that was yep. about it for them. Yep. Keonis. Timberlake, I believe another guy that hit the portal. I think you're right. He did, yeah. And he had transferred from Miami originally. Was a kid out of Damatha. So, uh, but, but don't cry for Penny. They'll be fine. They've got the, they've got the uh, the salary cap uh, situation going there. Earl Timberlake to Bryant. I just found out. Went the right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Good luck to him, right? Uh, so that is the uh, – that's kind of the latest on the portal uh, as far as the American goes and as far as ECU goes. A couple of other uh, little notes from uh, the weekend, Tobacco Road to be specific. Um, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Uh, everybody's all excited that Caleb Love has Caleb Love has returned. I saw his tweet, and for a moment there, I couldn't tell if he was saying he was going back or he was leaving. Uh, he, he had a kind of a cryptic tweet that didn't really answer a lot of people's questions there for a bit. So, did he put up a video? He might have. I, I just saw a post where he said, uh, like somebody says, it should be a lock that he's staying, and then he tweeted like some unlock emojis or something like that. So it's like, does it mean he's gone or what the deal is there? Interesting. Uh, well, anyway, he's back. Uh, was the tech second leading scorer for the Tar Heels, 36%. E, uh, UNC has four of their five starters back. R.J. Davis decided over the re- weekend he's returning. They've got Baycott, of course, and then Leaky Black, which, uh, I mean, no great shakes in my opinion. But yeah, I agree. What do, what do I know? <laughs> Not great. Right? Uh, but they are right there now, uh, and I'll look this up in a second because I've got it. But there they are right there with an opportunity to uh, now, in a lot of people's minds, um, be in the mix again. And, I mean, UNC should always be in the mix, let's be honest. Yeah, well, if you're a blue blood, I mean, there should be no excuse. Right, right. You you should be in the mix. But uh, let's keep in mind that they only played five guys at the end of this thing, and right now they only have four of those five back. Yeah. So they've got to find somebody. And a lot of those guys didn't emerge till last year. I mean, Baycott, I mean, UNC Tario fans hated that guy until till last year, maybe the year before. And Leaky Black, a guy still hasn't really emerged. Oh. And the same could be said for a few others like Caleb Love and, and R.J. Davis. 
in fairness, Tar Heel fans hated this team until six weeks ago. But absolutely, yeah. I the the one I keep hearing when I talk to uh, Tar Heel fans, the the consistency or the consensus when it comes to when they stopped watching was the pit game, and then all of a sudden yeah. when the tournament came around they started watching again and they were all about the team uh let's see here uh for duke aj griffin announcing that he's declaring for the draft and he will hire an agent trevor keels has entered the draft also over the weekend but he is not from what i read earlier hired an agent though he is projected as is griffin to go in the first round so now five from duke have uh, entered uh, the fray as far as that goes. Terquavian Smith uh, entering the draft. I don't think that's breaking news or anything, but, you know, follow no, central that, guy. Yeah. We had talked about that uh, a bit back, yeah. So he is uh, he's he's on the move as well. But there, there you go. That's sort of the Duke news from the, the weekend. Uh, and, uh, you know, some Duke fans, even though they've got all these All-Americas, five-star guys coming in, uh, they don't have playmakers. They don't have playmakers. Well, I'm they'll sure be they'll, they'll be, be all right. Yeah, they'll be all they're, right. They're gonna be okay. I mean, their biggest they're, their biggest uh, problem this year. I wouldn't say problem, but their biggest. I guess you could say a rival, but I don't mean it in terms of the standings. The biggest kind of obstacle was Wake Forest, and I mean they handled Wake Forest pretty well. So, in terms of the standings, I mean there was so really Kentucky, a lot of threats in the ACC. So bet online now uh, has Kentucky at uh, plus 800 to win it all. North Carolina now plus 1,000. Arkansas also at plus 1,000. Houston plus 1,200 to win the whole thing. Uh, Duke right behind them at fifth, and followed by Kansas, Baylor, and UCLA. So I don't hear Gonzaga. That's that's kind of surprising. Yeah, the, a lot of people feel like that window may have closed a little bit. Yeah, fair enough, fair uh, enough. Not, not exactly. They're going to be good, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I also wonder if Vegas has kind of come to its its thoughts that this isn't the way to go. All right, we're going to talk to Cliff Godwin in a little bit. Uh, Skyler Brooks, uh, it's been reported, has hit the portal as well. He's been away from the team with a little bit of reported arm soreness for the last month and uh, went totally to the bound this year after coming in as a two-way guy and uh, had some issues early on. I thought it looked good at times, had a couple saves. But uh, Skylar Brooks has decided to enter the uh, portal. Uh, there, you know, there's been some chatter. You always hear some talk about guys maybe going, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I, it didn't seem like he would be a guy that would would be the one to make that uh, that move. But again, he'd been away. So now you're talking about a baseball team that is down at, at present. It's top two starters the guys who were projected and, and in reality probably are their top two starters right uh and then a key guy out of the pen who had pitched a lot of innings early on so we've got uh got some pitching issues to deal with uh in greenville undoubtedly and uh we'll see how that plays tomorrow with mayhew starting i wonder what i mean it's going to be a bullpen day tomorrow for sure but uh, what does that mean tomorrow night when the Pirates take on NC State? Uh, by the way, Carter Spivey named the pitcher of the week in the American. You count what he did against UNCW, nine and two-thirds, no runs allowed, eight strikeouts and a walk for uh, his performances or his performance last week. So Carter Spivey, uh, pitcher of the week in the AAC. Uh, let's see here. One other uh, thing coming up. Uh, had a very successful spring kickoff uh 
event. More on that in just a, a little bit as far as what I was doing Friday. Uh, but I understand the company had a great, uh, successful kickoff. The concerts on the Common begin Thursday. And that'll be at the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater at the Town Common. Gates open at 5.30. Adult beverages and food trucks on site. And the first band for the 22 run is Jim Quick and the Coastline Band out of Myrtle Beach. So bring your beach chair and get ready for another great year of our Concert on the Common series. Looking forward uh, to that again this year. Concert on the Common. Find my reader here, Ben. Let the slow jam roll. Is uh, brought to you by the Ritchie Law Firm, SCA Collections, Greenville Utilities, Victra, Vitan Health, The Air Doctor, Town Bank, Pitt Greenville Airport, Carolina Eagle Distributing, Sawyer's Fun Park, State Farm Insurance, Greenville Toyota, and also brought to you by. Suddenlink. About to become optimum. Uh, it is uh, the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben will have an update for you in a few minutes. And uh, a little more on uh, what's going on the last few days. Explain where I was Thursday and uh, some other things going on. And we'll uh, be back in just a little bit. More of the Patrick Johnson Show. The Pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-540-8816. 800-540-8816. 800-540-8816. That's 800-540-8816. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. 
time for a weather update, and yup, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain. Or not. It's either hot or cold. So wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Tweet at us. Hey, if you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Crazy. Thinking about the way I was. Did the heartbreak change me? Maybe. But look at where because of baseball, uh, we weren't here Friday. I was not here Thursday. Ben uh, started the show by mentioning that uh, I had a personal matter. Uh, and it is uh, something that this is a segment that I, I had to record because I didn't think I could do it live and I could barely do it uh, recorded. But uh, it, it might seem silly to some, but... Uh, I think a lot of people do get it and understand it. We unfortunately uh, had, uh, somewhat unexpectedly, uh, had to make the decision to uh, let go of uh, our little dog, Dash. Had to uh, put him down. And that was uh, a very tough an unexpected uh, thing we had to do. So we're getting ready to, uh, to, to through the through just great blessings, move into a new home and uh, doing the morning show from where we've been living, uh, working a lot of today from where we have been living, um, to, to go out there and, uh, you know, not have him On the couch was, you know, resting, <laughs> and uh, his favorite music on the television. It was uh, sort of a tough and surreal moment. And look, my my wife was very, very. It was like her child, uh, but uh, Jill's a lot tougher than I am, and uh, she's Thursday was very tough for her. It was tough for me, but I wanted to be there for her. Uh, but I have. Uh, Really struggled the last couple of days, several days with this. Uh, we've had other things to keep our minds uh, off of it, as, as we said, uh, as I've noted. And this is where I'll be the next few days. I'll be gone uh, with, uh, you know, the responsibilities of, of this home and moving and, and all that. And Ben's going to be in, and Tamari's going to have Coach O on with you, and it's going to be a great uh, program. Um, the other part of that, uh, we got, if you'll, just a little personal point of privilege here. We got a chance Friday night to uh, to go to William Peace University in Raleigh. 
And uh, my dad, who was AD and basketball coach there, was the AD when it shifted over from co-ed, uh, from a you know all-women's college to co-ed. He was put into their Athletics Hall of Fame the same night as my sister. Brooke uh, played there. Brooke played at Parrot Basketball. was the all-time leading scorer there. It was a multiple-sport athlete, but, but basketball was the big sport. Uh, and uh, she became the school's all-time leading scorer for men and women's basketball at uh, at Parrot, and then went to Catawba for a year. Didn't work out there, but went to Peace. And there was a lot of hesitancy because she had gotten some D1 interest, uh, decided to go to the D2 route for playing time purposes, and this would have been a D3 opportunity. And... Uh, she went there and, and had a great career. The team was not great for her first couple of years, but they were building, and by the time she left, they were a really good competitive team that went deep into their conference tournament, and uh, they were big rivals with Meredith then. They would beat them routinely when Brooks' last time there at Peace was, and she left there as their all-time leading scorer and the leader in several th- minutes three-point shooting, free-throw shooting, assists, steals. She was the leader when she left there. But they were really good her senior year. She was not the leading scorer on that team, but she still was a, a, a pretty potent scorer. To tell you how good of a basketball player she was after beating the leagues, after being the leading scorer her first three years, uh, she was the nation's leader in assists for all of basketball, not just Division Three, but all of women's basketball her senior year. She led the entire country in assists. So that was a uh, really uh, special night on Friday. We were I was going to be scheduled to be off then. They moved the baseball game up uh, to 3 o'clock, so we were preempted. But I just wanted to thank uh, Ben and uh, Philip and uh, everybody at the company for their understanding on Thursday because Thursday was uh, a very tough day and is really – bad and heartbreaking and gut-wrenching as Thursday was, Friday was just ma- magnificent with a chance to uh, be there to support and honor and be proud of my dad's accomplishments and my sister's accomplishments in an, uh, in athletics collegiately. Uh, that was very, very cool. All right, uh, got through it and uh, did it in one take. Was not going to do this more than one. If I couldn't get through it in one take, not going to do it. Uh, Cliff Godwin coming up in a little bit now, a 94-3 The Game sports update. Thanks a lot, Patrick. Let's we'll start with what's happening around Pirate Nation from Pirate Basketball. Former Pirate Brandon Suggs is officially committed to UCF. He had offers from South Florida, Radford, UMKC, Siena, and UNC Asheville. From ECU Baseball, they dropped a tough series to Tulane in New Orleans over the weekend, two games to one. That resulted in a three-way tie for first in the American Conference between the Pirates, Tulane, and UCF. The one bright spot for the Pirates in that series was pitcher Carter Spivey in two games of relief. Spivey notched a win and a save while not allowing an earned run through 9.2 innings doing the conference's Pitcher of the Week honor. The Pirates are back in action tomorrow as they look to bounce back against the NC State Wolfpack in Raleigh. First pitch for that game is set for 7 o'clock. Live pregame and play-by-play coverage begins right here at 645. Flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3, the game.
Meanwhile, some more news out of Pirate Baseball. Shortstop Skylar Brooks has officially entered the transfer portal. Brooks has been out for about a month dealing with what was, with what was described as arm soreness. Moving on to ECU softball, their start time for tomorrow has been moved up to 2 p.m. as they host NC Central in Greenville. And ECU women's lacrosse got a big conference 15-9 win on the road in Cincinnati Saturday. One of the big standouts in that game was midfielder Ellie Bromley as she scored a career-high six goals in the win, good enough to be tabbed as the AAC Midfielder of the Week. Elsewhere in college sports, NC State has extended director of athletics Boo Corrigan through 2027. Former SMU guard and the reigning AAC Player of the Year Kendrick Davis has officially transferred to Memphis. And UNC guard Caleb Love has announced that he's returning to Carolina for another season. Wrapping up from the NFL, step aside Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson. As Las Vegas has Trayvon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia, projected to be the number one overall pick with the best odds. The Giants are listening to offers for wide receiver Kadarius Coney in trades. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have restructured Tom Brady's deal to free up $9 million in cap space. Veteran safety Earl Thomas, who hasn't played since 2019, wants to continue his NFL career and is currently talking to multiple teams. And from the NBA, Raptors guard Fred Van Fleet is out for game five with a hip flexor. The team is unsure he will return for the series against Philly. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Byram. Mornings, Adam middays, Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newburn is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. More than one million North Carolina adults never completed college. At UNC Greensboro, we believe excellence in education changes lives. That's why we provide paths to prosperity for more first-generation and lower-income students than any other public university in the state. We build the nurses and healthcare professionals, teachers and social workers, business owners and artists that make North Carolina better for all. Find your prosperity here. Visit prosperity.uncg.edu. Sponsored by UNC Greensboro and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with the station. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! Need to insure a boat in Edenton, a business in Elizabeth City, a car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance has you covered. 
I can walk again. I can cross my legs again. I can wear heels again. After years of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southard is now living a normal life pain-free thanks to natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. We tried everything, and my husband had heard the commercial for QC Kinetics on the radio, and he told me to call him and check it out. That phone call changed Andrea's life. QC Kinetics used powerful natural biologics to treat her aching joints. It's high-tech precision medicine that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue with no surgery and no drugs, providing lasting relief. I felt like I was in my 20s again. I could tie my own shoes. Really the little things that you don't think about. Pain in your hips, knees, back, shoulders? Get rid of the pain now. Call QC Kinetics. 252-765-PAIN. That's 252 765 7246 QC Kinetics 252-765-PAIN Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency with Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. High fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall, he cannot get it! 94-3 the game at 943thegame.com. Now, back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina Baseball. 94-3 the game. Going back, looking up. See you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburn. And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. Pirate Baseball uh, coming off a weekend series at Tulane. Didn't work out the way that Pirate fans would have hoped. Uh, great gutsy performance uh, the last couple of days uh, for ECU, though. And uh, a week ahead with uh, the Wolfpack and Bearcats for a second time on the uh, clock. Pirate head coach Cliff Godwin is uh, with us here to talk about uh, the weekend and everything going on within the program. Coach Godwin, always great to talk with you. Uh, always appreciate your time. Patrick, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So certainly, you know, Sunday's game, and we'll start there. It just seemed like, uh, Coach, one of those deals where uh, your guys ready to go, jumped out early. Every time the Pirates uh, put a run on the board, Tulane had an answer. You'd, you'd battle back, and uh, then the green wave would, uh, would again, kind of answer with runs in the bottom half of the frame. That seemed to be the case yesterday. What was your uh, assessment as you look back on that matchup down in New Orleans on Sunday? Yeah, the Sunday game just—it was really tough for us. We we didn't, you know, we couldn't stop them from scoring. Um, very offensive park this weekend. Wind gailing out every ball that went up in the air. You were worried about it being a home run. Um, and their guys do a really good job of staying inside the ball and getting it up in the air. Uh, thought I got played hard um, yesterday, um, Friday and Sunday. We got a lot of guys that. Uh, don't normally start games that went out there and performed at a very high level. I mean, Carter Cunningham hit two home runs off the bench this weekend. Mm-hmm. Joey Red had some really good at-bats. Uh, Will Cotson uh, came off the bench and, and had some good at-bats. Joey Barini, um, Ryan McChrystal, a, a lot of guys. So continue to get those guys' experience off the bench because we're going to need those guys. I mean, 
I know on Friday we didn't have another position player, and uh, yesterday as well that was available um, just because we had used so many players, which is a good thing because you're going to get in situations as we keep going and when Zach Agnos has to pitch and all those things, uh, guys are going to have to play different positions. I thought our guys did a really good job of that. Zach was tremendous on the mound yesterday after you know playing shortstop all weekend. So definitely some good things, and, and I know you and I talked about this on the air, but for all the Pirate fans, it's the first AAC series that we've lost since 2018. So, hell of a run. Um, and we're tied for first place and uh, through four weekends, which uh, that's where we want to be. We want to be at the top, and we're at the top. And we have the ball in our court, so to speak, and just have to play well the rest of the way. You got more series at home, too. And, I mean, that that's the thing. This has been – to go to UCF and Tulane in back-to-back conference weekends, I mean, that's – that's a daunting task for, for anybody. I mean, th- those are two quality well, clubs. Just, yeah, and if you just said, hey, uh, you're going to go four and two in six games uh, on the road at UCF and Tulane, we all would have taken that before the the you know those two weeks happened because when you looked at our schedule, you knew that was going to be a tough, tough grind there. And to have UNCW at home, you know, I know we kind of passed over that, but our guys played really yeah, good at yeah. home swept the UNCW series for the last for the first time in a long time because um, we normally don't play well down there and we were able to win that game early in the season so uh, I really like where our team is there's been at times this season early in the season I did not um, but I'm telling you and all the fans uh, EC baseball is right where we need to be right now and we have everything that we want to accomplish in front of us and know that the season didn't start like we wanted it to but our guys are playing good baseball, um, and they're being very consistent with the way they show up and, and get after it. So, really like where we are. And, you know, not having coach this weekend. I mean, look, it didn't help things. You know, so um, we're we're very hopeful that he'll be available uh, this coming up weekend because he's feeling better every day. He's been playing catch and stretching it out. We just did not want to push him where maybe. We push him this weekend, and then, uh, you know, he's not available at the end of the season, which that wouldn't be beneficial for anybody. Right. Uh, Pirate head coach Cliff Godwin is is with us. Back to uh, particularly yesterday, it just seemed like even root, balls that would be routine flies uh, were leaving the yard yesterday. Well, that was all weekend, to be honest with you. The wind's gale on that all weekend. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it was crazy. It's, uh, you know, as I know Coach Knight, but none of the coaches, none of us were comfortable when we were pitching just because uh, you knew if the ball went in the air, a chance it might leave the yard. Let's uh, talk about Carter Spivey's performance on Saturday, Coach. I mean, that that was one of the real uh, amazing out-of-the-pin performances. He gets the win, but, I mean, man, he he really uh, delivered for you all in a big way in that role on Saturday. It was unbelievable. I mean, the way he went in and just pounded the strike zone with multiple pitches. And it seemed like we were on defense for like two or three minutes, and then we'd be on offense for 15, and then we'd go back on <laughs> defense for three minutes. And we just kept Tulane on the field a, a lot. I mean, that was a really good play game, real well-pitched game by Carter Spivey. Um, great job by our offense. We played good defense. It was just a really well-played game by the Pirates for sure. Yeah. Uh, you uh, felt like uh, Friday uh, maybe guys weren't as ready to go as you would like to have 
like them to have been. I don't want to put words yeah, in your just, mouth, but but yeah, we just looked like we were kind of out there and kind of going to see what happened, and, and you know, instead of going out there, hey, we need to go out there and play our best baseball, and um, we haven't done that in a long time. You know, it's been weeks since we haven't shown up ready to play, and look, that's my fault. I'm the leader of the organization, so. Um, but our older guys have done a really good job, you know, when we have a game like that where the next game guys are ready to play. And I thought we were ready to play yesterday. We just, like I said, we couldn't stop the bleeding on the mound and uh, just couldn't score enough to stay stay close enough with them. But our guys fought hard. We had two guys on in the in the ninth, down five. And, um, I really thought we, we could have got one more guy on. Um, you know, it was really going to become – crunch time for them. I mean, they brought their closer in in the eighth inning, and I thought we had really good at-bats against their closer who has nine saves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and again, you, you've noted it. Uh, Pirates, uh, first time losing a, an American series in several years. Uh, doesn't mean that any kind of run's coming to an end. It's just that's, you know, those things are bound to catch up, the law of averages. But I also think it shows how consistently excellent Pirate baseball's been first time since uh, I think 16 Tulane had taken a series from ECU. So the Pirates have had great success against them uh, in recent times too. And and as you said, you're right in the thick of this thing right now. Uh, and you really control a lot of your own fate. Uh, I mean, the, the, the season's far from over at this point. No, we, you know, we've been on the road a lot. So, you know, we only have uh, one more road conference series at Memphis and, we have Cincinnati at home this weekend, which we need Pirate fans to, to pack this place because uh, I feel like we haven't been home in a month, um, <laughs> you know, at least on the weekend. And then, uh, you know, we have uh, South Florida, and I'm missing somebody, somebody else uh, here at home. Houston, you know, to, to close the season, yeah. Houston, to yeah. close the season. Yeah. That, I mean, really, from South Florida – uh, you, you look from May 10th until the end of May, basically, before you leave for the championships and the conference, Duke, the three with South Florida, Campbell, and Houston. So a great opportunity to close the season at home uh, and, and do so in a strong fashion. But uh, it starts with Cincinnati this weekend at home and then NC State tomorrow night. But, but point taken, a great opportunity with some good weather coming up to see the Pirates this weekend. Absolutely. And we just need, you know, we need Pirate fans and, the jungle will be loud. What they were for the Wichita State Series, it makes a huge difference. Uh, come out and support the guys. Uh, obviously, we're not looking, uh, you know, ahead um, for this weekend. You know, we got a, a game in Raleigh tomorrow night, so that's the most important thing. But definitely for the home crowd to be rocking and rolling, uh, you know, here this weekend. A lot of Pirate fans uh, have told me they're they're uh, gotten some tickets. They're going to make it out tomorrow to the game, so they'll be a vocal. Uh, contingent that'll sneak into to Doak and uh well not sneak in but get into Doak and, and make themselves uh, heard <laughs> and uh of course that'll be 94-3 the game in ACC Network if you can't make it sneak seems no they, they they got their tickets by legal means it's just you know right, they're, right. they're gonna be there fired up is what I'm I'm saying because the Wolfpack fans are gonna be fired up uh so this this will be this will be interesting you know I, I, I you said something before we went on too coach that you really have enjoyed being around this group uh, especially over the last several weeks. So, how is this team different now than the than the NC State matchup a few weeks ago? I, what what is your team doing better than what they were doing then? That just seems like kind of a a logical time period to ask you about. 
um, the guys are really doing a good job of managing themselves and taking ownership of their team. Um, you know, you, you always want the the coaches to feed them, but it needs to be the players that need to lead, if that makes sense. So um, coach-fed, player-led is, is a saying that we use. Uh, so, you know, guys like Ben Newton, Bryson Whirl, Ryder Giles, Zach Agnos, Cooch, um, Sailor, uh, Carter Spivey, and others have just done a really good job of making sure everybody's ready to go, making sure whatever we're doing that day that they're locked in and executing it at a high level. And it's been a it's been a fun group to be around over the past several weeks. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about it a whole lot, but now the, it's showing to them that it works. Um, and I just think this team was, when I say immature, it was trying to find its footing and had a lot of different adversity thrown at us throughout the season. And, um you know, you just were trying to get your head above water. And, and I definitely think that we are where we need to be right now. Um, and really excited about uh, tomorrow and the next day and uh, really just where we are uh, because our guys are going about it the right way. Oftentimes I like to ask you about a player or two that we might not highlight regularly when we talk with you. You'd mentioned Joey Barini uh, came in uh, to the game and uh, in a pinch hitting role, but also – uh, got in the field for you yesterday. Uh, a little bit on him for, for Pirate fans that maybe aren't familiar. He always worked his tail off. He's, uh, you know, probably hasn't had the consistent results, you know, in a box score. But like yesterday, the ball he hit almost knocked down the right fielder. He just ended up catching it. Um, shows up, ultimate teammate. You hear him out the dugout all the time. Um, you know, Joey Rezik, uh, guy that's had very limited opportunities and now he started to get in a couple of bats and he's put together some quality at bats. Uh, he had a big walk yesterday, um, against a closer, you know, it's got nine saves. So, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of guys are really selling out for the team, which is what we've always wanted. And it's really, like I said, it's been fun to watch both Joey's here's something that I think, uh, and this, again, is something that we talk about a lot. Maybe don't talk – you can't talk about it enough. But they're, uh, you know, guys that are also honor roll members with the uh, director of athletics honor roll, you know, for three three times if you look at their bios and that guy. In other words, th- th- these guys are getting it done in the classroom too. So, I mean, that's – you can't have enough of those guys like that that are maybe not in the role they want but are continuing to put in the work every day and then – doing what they have to do to get their education and graduate and become productive men. Our guys work the tails off in the classroom. And, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, we're coming out to the end. Exams are next week unless we fall off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> academic <laughs> I don't, I don't, But, you know, we've been four and a half years of having a 3.41 team GPA or higher, and I'm pretty confident that it'll be five years, you know, after this semester. So, uh, a lot of credit goes to Rebecca Wade, but also a lot of credit goes to our student-athletes who, yeah, we have to guide them and hold them to a standard, but they put the work in. And that's been, you know, when you look back on it, something that I will take uh, a lot of pride in, more so than uh, wins on the field, that we did it the right way. We uh, have develop these men into doing things that they might not necessarily love to do and that's going to set them up for success well beyond baseball 
even though they play professional baseball for a long time. Uh, Coach, uh, as you look at NC State tomorrow, since that's the next game, obviously big series at home against Cincinnati this weekend we talked about, but with the Wolfpack tomorrow, what are some things you'll be looking for for your team tomorrow night? I just hope we play with a little bit more passion than we did last time. I think that, you know, Coach Avent and I uh, talked at home plate. He goes, man, that was the, you know, uh, least competitive, inspired NC State, NC, ECU. And he was talking about his team, too. It's like, you know, the kids, uh, for whatever reason, it was just another game. Uh, you know, I hope the fans are loud on both sides. I hope it's a tough environment for our guys. And, I want our guys to go out there and play with some passion, and, and you know it's it's a rivalry game. I mean, it is so, um, and uh, you know I just, that's I hope it's an exciting game for the fans, and we go out there and play our best baseball and see what happens. I hope it's a pirate win, and I agree with everything else you said. I, I think it'll be a fiery environment uh, for your team to go into. Hey, coach, thank you for the time. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. Inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin is covered by the Gavigan Agency, your number one source for insurance in eastern North Carolina, with offices in Greenville and Newburn. And it's also covered by HealthWise Pharmacy, Greenville's premier full-service pharmacy. Staff at HealthWise Pharmacy is here to help their patients live life better. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. (laughs) Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions you heard the saying there are two things every american does die and pay taxes well there's a third watch television listen we all watch tv but it doesn't need to be cable with a new dish about the size of a pizza dish installed on your home you have tv of the future did you know with this new home service you can watch tv at home on any computer or tablet that has the internet even on your phone 
watch TV anywhere in the country, all with this new Dish TV service. You can go on vacation and take your TV service with you, even let your kids watch it at college, all for one low price, locked in for two years, and guaranteed to be cheaper than your cable bill. Call right now. all right uh well, news is just broken in the last few minutes um kirk herbstreet who's been on the draft coverage i don't know what for probably a decade now uh for the nfl draft which starts at the end of the week or thursday uh has uh said he won't be there apparently uh his doctors have found a blood clot and uh that has been the uh, uh, reason he will not be in Las Vegas for the draft. So uh, says they feel like uh, everything is good. They caught him on time, et cetera. So that's that's the uh, that's the deal. That's the deal. I uh, hate to hear that, but glad uh, I didn't get really a chance to w- listen to his entire statement during the break. I've just read some uh, uh, comments on it, and uh, but it feels like that they caught everything. Uh, early what's your uh, what's your go-to draft broadcast like do you do nfl network or espn or are some people generally nothing generally generally nothing nothing uh no uh, <laughs> if i'm gonna watch to i love it yeah if i'm gonna watch i'll flip um i'm trying to think was it one year maybe it was nba tv versus what espn was doing one year it had to have been NFL TV or NBA TV. They had the NBA TVs like guys in like a closet, literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I mean, it looked like a like an off off room, you know, that you yeah. used to store things. Huh. And then you know you had the big ESPN set. I, I with the NFL. I, I mean, obviously it's going to be on ABC and ESPN, and that's that's probably the go to. You know, but NFL Network does a really fine job. I don't think there's a bad one, but uh, no, no, no. I like no, Mel Kiper. No. I prefer to have uh, whatever one Mel Kiper's on. Gotcha. Just because of the, he's given us some great moments, I think. And then, uh, you know, the other thing I think is kind of interesting is, uh, and I've got some friends that take part in these broadcasts, but you know, like the, I, I, I'm trying to remember if the Panthers ever did this at one time, but the. Uh, there was a time, like, like for example, there's a friend of mine, he engineers the Cowboys network. Like, the Cowboys radio network goes on. They do a draft day special. They do a draft. Well, no, they don't do a draft day. They do every, they cover the draft. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm not going to profess I know exactly what they do, but you can kind of imagine. Uh, it's fun to listen to it as well on, on radio. I can understand that, uh, and especially if you're a fan of a specific team, they can come in with anal- analysis like, hey, Panthers are looking at that guy. Maybe they trade up, trade down, or, you know, that's right. another well, guy off the board for yeah. him. And, and, you know, I mean, I'll probably be – I probably won't be anywhere near any kind of media uh, Saturday or, or 
Friday, Saturday, or whatever. But um, I do think, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's kind of fun to listen to on the radio, you know, pick it up with, with the uh, you know, ESPN is doing and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're driving around, you know, you probably have, for around here, you probably would have to get it on, I'm sure Fox does something. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you'd probably, you if you want to hear the ESPN. Online or something. Yeah, yeah, go go to TuneIn and, or the ESPN Radio's app and, and get the, the radio coverage of it. I Do mean, screaming A freak out about a pick? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, he's, he might be on that. I don't know. They throw him in um, every once in a while, I believe, for like maybe when the then, Cowboys make a pick or something. Well, and won't we get to a point with ESPN where they've got two different coverages going on later? Like the first two nights are the same and then Saturdays. Yeah. Kind of two separate broadcasts going on. Yeah, that, I mean, well, they rotate a lot of different people in. Like, uh, I know one year Steve Smith is on it, and then like uh, a couple of hours later, some other completely broadcaster was up there. So right, yeah. So I mean, I, some of that all. I, I, I don't. I don't foresee myself watching as much of it this year, uh, for reasons previously stated. Um, Cliff Godwin shot me a text, and uh, I thought this was. Uh, thought he was real insightful today. Um. And uh, he said the Pirates will be just fine and we will win. There you go. So I'll let you figure what that's in, uh, in, uh, on the topic of. Hey, uh, speaking of Pirate baseball, we'll have the game for you tomorrow. And uh, we'll have uh, Coach O in with Ben. Ben will be here tomorrow hosting. I'll be away uh, two or three days, but uh, back before the end of the week. And we'll catch you later on the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben tomorrow, 5 o'clock with Coach O. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. Learning your child has cancer causes an emotional and financial crisis. Often, the best place for treatment is far from home. But with the help of the National Children's Cancer Society, children battling cancer can get to life-saving treatment, whether it's across town or across the country. To learn how we give